Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. I said, you said to me, have you watched Everton? Yeah, I, of course I'm watching Everton, but... You know, last the, your last game, I was at the stadium, and the manager looked at me and said, I, said, I, said, I want you just to watch the game because I love football. And well, said me, okay, then tomorrow we're gonna sign you. And that's how when he said that, I just I couldn't like at that night I didn't sleep. Even the the the, the bad time I have at Everton, I still like been loving by Everton fans. I'm someone who can say I, the the way then I love Everton. That's the same way the Everton fans they love. So of course. West Brom is, it can be a very good opportunity for me, but, you know, my agent will try to do what he needs to do. And if, like, if Big Sam is, is interesting, of course, me, I would ready to, to jump in my car and just drive to Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sadio makes us all proud, right? Make us to the way he's been playing, like, the last four or five years. He's been always being doing something really good to make everyone to understand like as a Senegalese people as African people you can make it properly on the highest level no matter no matter exactly where you come from hello listeners and welcome back to yet again another episode of the beautiful game podcast as ever I'm your host Budge and I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators Dot and Dej gents are we well I'm very well Budge how are you very, very well indeed, man. All good, thanks. Man, I just, yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to put it out there and say Merry Christmas because I'm sure this will be coming yeah. out around Christmas. 100%. Merry Christmas to all you listeners and, and viewers. How about you, Dej? How are you feeling? You, you, you looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, bro. You know, family time. Obviously, it's going to be a very different one this year, but, you know, we can't complain. Like, we just got to get on with it. And obviously, we're joined today by someone that, you know, I remember scoring a goal against my team, Liverpool, for half, <laughs> knocking it in. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be a pleasure to just chop it up with him. 100%. 100%. Now, obviously, it's been a year of, of lots of ups and downs and twists and turns. And, you know, as you mentioned there, Dej, Christmas time is a time that everyone's going to be hopefully with, with family and, and, and loved ones and whatnot. And, you know, in, in true TBG fashion, we're giving our listeners and our subscribers a, a present 
and a gift in, in this interview. We are joined, as you alluded to just there, by the, a Senegalese superstar. I'm sure all of the uh, um, viewers of the Premier League will remember that emphatic brace that he scored um, against Bournemouth. I think the first one of those of, of those goals in particular was was a, a, a favourite of mine. You know, the way that he controlled it and, and hit it top in. But we're going to get into that in this episode. Without further ado, we welcome yeah. Umar Nias to the platform. Welcome, Umar. Welcome, welcome, Umar. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. So, yeah, been like a difficult year, like you said, but look, hopefully the new year is coming and the Christmas will, uh, will, will be better for all of us and especially people who love the beautiful games. We like that. So obviously, just to kick things off, I want to scroll back to, you know, the embryonic stages of your career. Coming from Senegal and then moving to Europe, how big of a break was that for you? Like I said, it was a, it was it was very difficult for me because most of my friends I used to play when I was in Senegal, especially under in the, the 18 national team under 21, 23. They left home early. When I mention, I can mention Risa Danagay I used to play with in Everton, Sadio Mane in Liverpool, and all them guys, Kuyate, all them guys we've been like playing under 23. They left home early, so me I didn't have that chance. I stayed there until I turned 23. So I kind of been traveling with the national team going to play games away in uh, away from home so traveling in south america traveling in in in, in some Euro in europe and most of the country you go you play a game but you have to come back so my first the first time i left was in in to go to brandbergen in norway spent there six months and uh, i had to go back home because they finished the six months so i went back home 22 i had to start again play one year at home again. And then that's where I get the opportunity to go in Turkey. And honestly, the day I arrived in Turkey, for me, it was just someone who doesn't have anything to lose anymore. So I just said myself, right, I'm here. I don't have to think about who is there or who is not there. I'm, I'm new in this league. Just let, let's, let's go. Not, don't think too much. Just go. And that's, that's how my career started in like a professional, proper, proper professional at 23. And then... Things was just opening, like I arrived in Turkey, play one season, 34 games, score 15 goals, and then I end up in, in Lokomotiv Moscow. It was also another change because like from Senegal, when the weather is hot, arrived in Turkey, the Turkey is kind of a country when it's warm. It wasn't that difficult to adapt in Turkey, but after went to go up to go to Moscow, it was another world. So, but... Any, 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 anything you can see on that. If, if you love the game, you're not going to worry about where you're going to end up. As long as it's a ball, uh, air inside, 11 play, 11 versus 11, well, you can adapt. And that's how I adapt to, to Russia and all that. But honestly, it was a long and a, and a beautiful journey for me. Yeah, like, Uma, going mm -hmm. back to when you were back home in, in Senegal, it's everybody's dream. Every kid's dream yeah. is to one day play in the Premier mm -hmm. League. Like, I went back home to Nigeria around 18 months ago and all of the kids are wearing Arsenal tops, Chelsea tops, Man United tops, and they're always asking, oh, I want to play in the mm -hmm. Premier League. So for you, how was that feeling when that dream was realised, coming to play for Well, Everton? I mean, like, I can't, explain, I can't express what the feeling, the feeling I had, like, when the first 
the first time I heard my agent told me there is few Premier League teams who want, who's interesting on you. Just the interest, just the interest make my head start going up. And to be honest, when I was in Russia, after my, because I went there the first season, I, I played, on, I started playing only the end, the end of the season. So we won the cup and all that. But when we back, the first game I played with the Lok with Lokomotiv Moscow, I break my wrist, my wrist like my ligament wrist. Oh. But because when I break it before I before I play that game, my agent told me there is Crystal Palace and Aston Villa at that moment in 2015 who was looking at you. And when I heard that, I said, no, I can't stop. So for four months, I have to play with the wrist who is bracked, and I have to play for four months because I knew if I stop it. Maybe I will lose interest of those clubs. And well, after that, because I've been so, so, so determined to say, if there is any door open for me for Premier League, I will fight for it. So I did that from July to December. And then after December, I, had, I went to go to operation because in, in, in Lokomotiv Moscow, in, in Russia, in, is in December, you have the, mm. the, the break, the long break, like the proper holiday for one and a half months almost. So I went to do the operation. And like my, my, I was coming to England because my ex used to live in England, here in Manchester, in Manchester. So I was coming more in England. And that point, like interest was coming. Uh, Leicester, Crystal Palace, they made, they start making off Aston Villa. I spoke with the coach, Roberto Martinez. Thanks God, he, he brought me in Everton. I was just like, only the interest was, was making my head like, I can't miss that. I was thinking like, if, if I don't, the club, if I, if I didn't sign at that moment, I think if I go back, it's going to be very difficult for me to be concentrated on, on the Russian league again because I finished best, I finished best player of the year there and I was ready to just let it go apart from myself. When, 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 when that happened, I remember I went once to, I was in Manchester with, with my ex and uh, I was at home and I see like there's Manchester, in, Manchester City playing against Everton at City Stadium. I was a locomotive player and I said, you know what, let me get a ticket and go and watch the game. And I went to watch the game and I found the, 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 the stadium so, so, so interesting. Like the vibes, everything was there. So, and two days after, my agent called me and said, Roberto Martinez want to see you. I said, really? Okay. I went to an hotel not far to Wigan. There was, they had the next day again and he met me there he spoke with me. I said, he said to me, have you watched Everton? Yeah, I, I, of course I'm watching Everton. But, you know, last, the, your last game, I was at the stadium. And the manager looked at me and said, I said, I want to just watch the game because I love football. And, well, he said to me, okay, then tomorrow we're going to sign you. And that's how, when he said that, I just, I couldn't, like, at that night, I didn't sleep. Yeah, went to, like, imagine. to bed, just, just waiting, like, the day to end up. Because it was first of... It was first of February, like the last day of the of the transfer window. So I had to do medical. I was thinking, like, what's gonna go wrong? I was in, I couldn't sleep. The day I went to, I drive my car, went to Everton, to the training ground in Finch Farm. Spent a whole day, nine from nine to six p.m. to do the medical check. It was a long day, but at the end, I put the pen in the paper and like I couldn't explain how happy and just proud. A lot of things was going in my head, but. You know, you can't express that kind of feeling. You have just to live it at the moment. Yeah, 100%. And you know what I wanted to ask you, Umar, is now looking back so far, you've, you've had that you've finally been able to live out your dream and yeah. play in the Premier League. So did, did it match up with your expectation 
um, or, or, or is there anything that you know you didn't expect that you that you you you've experienced now? Um, what 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 has it been like versus what you expected it to be? I mean, like the Premier League is is a special like a, is a is a special league. Like I mean, if you got phys- if you have good physically, you can perform good in in Premier League. If you are good technically, you can perform. In, if you are good tactically, you come to Premier League. It's, for example, you go to Spain. When we're talking about Spain, they will tell you you need to be technically good. In England, you can you can bring anything and you can perform as long as you need, you have your confidence and you can do it. For me, arriving in England is saying, okay, I know most of the thing in football is about confidence. So most of the people ask me, do you regret joining Everton or do you regret joining England? Because since I came here, like my 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 career has been like up and down. Some one year good, another year not good. Like it's always. With with manager and not diff, not easy for me to perform the way I should perform. So doesn't mean then I regret. If I have to do it ten times again, I will do it ten times again because all I felt is joy. All I felt is the league was just the best league in the world. Like I said, everyone can play here as long as you came with and play with your own technique, is your own like quality and go for it. But the expectation you have here is. I mean, it's all full. It's like it's full of joys because just the stadium, just how the game is prepared. Is I played in Turkey, in Norway, in Senegal, in Russia, but there is nothing I can see. I went to see games in in France, in Belgium, but it's totally different in England. The only the only thing who the, the thing the first thing who's gonna who's gonna charm you is when you spoke with my brother because I have an old brother who played football. He's two years older than me. He was playing in Greece. He played even when I was in Russia and all that. But the the charming thing is when I when I have a game, a home game, and I'm telling him, yeah, we have game. I'm speaking with him, and I am at home, and it's four or five hours before the game. He said, "How can you home?" He said, yeah, "Here is relax. You can wait until two three hours, and you get to the stadium." And it's, and those those kind of things is making you then you are in England, and that's something who's gonna make you to be more like feeling the difference between. The Premier League and the other leagues. So, to be honest, my expectation is just so, so, so like full of everything I could expect. I saw it. Honestly, speaking, speaking mm-hmm. of expectation, how did you manage the expectation back home? Because now, the minute you've come to the Premier League, I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone back home is thinking Umanias is the next big star in the Premier League. Umaya Nias is signing, you know, the biggest paycheck of his career. Mm-hmm. How difficult was it to manage back home? Well, I mean, you know, Africa is 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 almost the same. Like you can the same way you see in Senegal is the same way you happen in Nigeria, in Ivory Coast. Yeah. You have to know them. It's not only about you or your family. It's about all the community. You live in, in some the village, area. yeah. Exactly. Everyone have problem. Okay, let's go and see Omar. There's, there is a new team building here. They said, let's go, Omar. Let's go. You need, we need balls. We need t- we need shirts. We need like boots. You have to help. But honestly, I handle it good because the more the more you because I spent there so much time and I didn't left early. Like when you go 23, you already a man. So I knew what happened at home. So. Most of the things I anticipated because of because of how things could 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 be for me was not different to how I see it. 
So me signing for Everton and in arriving in Premier League was a huge, huge, huge thing in the country because at that moment, before Sadio Mane make, make, his, make, his, make his transfer for Liverpool, I was like the, the biggest transfer in, 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 in home in, in Senegal. So me and Elias Juf, the one who used to play for Liverpool back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the same amount of money. So Liverpool time the same. Everton. So it was huge in the newspaper, on the TV. Every time people talking about now this, this, look at this. Because it's been two and a half years since I left home to arrive at Everton. So most of the journalists there, they were already making the, my name good because of I am a local product. Like I'm not, I didn't left early to be like performing in, 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 in club. I, w- I was at home, like I'm tense. They can say I, I make my formation at home. So that make the things to be big. So now what to expect to me, what to expect from me and what should I, what should I do or what exactly I'm going to do in Premier League. And honestly, from my side, I handled it well, but it's, it wasn't easy because after the, the, the command problem started after just I arrived five months after and that's, break all the, the 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 news like the people what they were seeing how they were seeing and how Kuman was treating me he changed a lot about how the transfer will make and how I arrive in England. So that kind of put me down a bit when it's coming to expectation from back home and all that. No, I fully understand that and talking about Ronald Kuman, obviously we've seen him do the same when he's gone to Barcelona, telling Luis Suarez that, listen, you're not yeah. part of my plans, go. But, you know, I always think about the human relationship when it comes in football. At that moment, you were asked to clear out your locker, train with the under-23s. Like, how did you feel? I mean, it was, it was like something really, really, really difficult when you don't understand why this guy is doing that. Because, to be honest, it wasn't, it wasn't something I could understand because me and Kuman, after I signed, after Martin has signed me and he's he been sacked by the club. When we went to holiday, we come back. The first training, we had two weeks training. The first two weeks we trained. And then the guy called me in his office and told me, you better find a club because I don't think you're good for, to play for Everton. I said, okay, no problem. And to be honest, I tried to find a club. I went, I called my agent. With understanding, at that point, I understand what he was what he was doing because okay, you don't want me, I don't mind. You tell me you don't want me, but okay, I tried to find a club for like one month, one month and a half, but I couldn't get the right offer. The offer I was getting is going back to Turkey and going back to Russia because I had good teams who wanted me there. But you know, I fought my life to grab in Premier League. I'm not gonna leave because one guy just told me I don't want you. And when I signed four years for the club, okay, I will, I, can, I will get a good Premier League club knowing that I'm going to stay in Premier League and I'm going to fight to stay to make my dream come true. Or I stay in Everton. And when I didn't find, have the good offer, I decided to stay. That's where, like two, three weeks before the, the, the windows closed, he started properly now to pushing me out, doing all this stuff, you know, he did. But... I just look at him and I understand what he was trying to do. I understand him early. So I said to him, I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fail on what he's doing. Either I got what I want with a good Premier League club, any Premier League club, because all the Premier League club was good for me. Any Premier League club, I got it. I signed 
I move on. I don't want to stay where I'm not like it. But if I don't have it, I'm going to stay. So the fact that I decide to say, I'm going to stay because this is my dream, make things easy after. Even if it was difficult, after deep down, I said, I'm fighting for something I really want. I'm fighting for my dream. So when you fight for your dream, I think everything becomes easier. Wow. I mean, honestly, Umar, hats off to you because I can't imagine there, there's many people that would be able to take that on the chin and, and manage and, and deal with it and handle it in the way that you have. So, you know, I guess that's, that's testament to your, to your character. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to ask you, uh, Umar, um, you know, this, this season, Everton are, are doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you about a particular player who's, who's drawing all the plaudits at the moment in uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So, of course, yeah. you've trained with him. Uh, at times, you've partnered him up front. And I guess I wanted to understand, because he, he's, he's, he's rose uh, uh, and developed, it seems like, at quite a rapid rate. So, in training, you know, uh, um, uh, and working with him, did you see that he had the, the right mentality, the right qualities to uh, arrive at the level that he's performing at now? Was it, was it always going to happen, or, or did it come out of nowhere? Well, I mean, Dominic, when he arrived at Everton, I remember the first day he came on training, I remember, like, because at that point, at that moment, I was, I was training with the under-23. So we arrived training with under-23, because Lukaku was there, and Aaron O'Connor, and they have any Valencia when Giscoman arrived. So I was training with the under-23, and he came for the first training. I saw him, how he was training. He was, like, physically, you can see the lad is there. Physically, you can see that the way he's jumping was the first thing who encouraged me is the way he's jumping high. But the more after we get to play with the under-23, pairing in under-23, and then we went to the first team. And then when I arrive in the, when I get back to the first team also, we've been training and being pairing, being doing most of the training. But honestly, you could see the, the, the guy had potential. You could see sometimes by his age, and that was normal, he could have doubt when he's not in, when, he's, when the team is not winning. But on training, you could see that the guy have really potential because he's very good on, on like shooting and he can stay out doing his heading for like half an hour after the training, just keeping training. And he, you can see, I could see from when he arrived and one year, two years after, how he was going like this, how he was going. So I'm kind of not surprised where he is right now. And I think he can do better than that. He can do much more better than that, the way he's playing right now. And the most important things right now, and it's he, the, the, the thing he was missing is doubting moment is not having it anymore. No matter how the game is, I can look at them. Even watching him on TV, I can understand. No, he's, do, he's preparing something. He's doing something. He doesn't lose the ball. He's making him go down. He doesn't miss things. Who's making him go down. Every time he's on his shoulder looking at the defender who's been playing. And, well, you play against them. You know, he can hold the ball. He can jump. He can take the channel. He can do anything. Just all I've been seeing is the moment he had down. And I don't see it anymore. So, honestly, I'm not surprised to where he is. Before we move on to, you know, potentially what sort of project that you're going to be looking for next, mm -hmm. how do you sum up your time at Everton? Because you started off, I would say, well, then eventually you got frozen out and you came back in from the cold. How do you sum up mm -hmm. your time and what do you have to say to the Everton fans? Well, I mean, I'm really lucky then when I, 
even the 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 bad time I have at Everton, I still like been loving by Everton fans. I'm someone who can say I the the way then I love Everton. That's the same way the Everton fans they love me. So it's been like just complicated coming from being not like it, being not wanted in the club, and arriving and fighting for it, and always giving the the doing the right things because. To be honest, playing with the with the with the under 23 for six months, training with them, traveling five hours in the in the bus and in the coach to to go to play for it was Southampton when you just been when you were a professional football player and knowing that every trip you do more than two hours you take a plane you start again to five hours six hours it was very difficult for me to manage that to just being me and staying to give the right example for the kids I was with. They were 18, 19 for me, being 26, to be with them, giving them the right example, fighting, coming on time on training, not doing anything but just give them the right example. That made me to feel more like part of the club at Everton. And when things start going better for, for me, coming to training and games, well, I felt like there is nothing for me to be saying to the Everton fans apart from thank you, that's it. Then I mean them too, they will they know the part I have, the part they have in my heart. And I know they're also I'm not worrying to go back to Godison Park or Finch Farm because I know I will be more than welcome. So it's all good and let's hope then they can they can make Europe this season again. Yes, yeah, so Umar, we know your current situation is your free agent Yes, yeah. he left the club back in June or July. Mm -hmm. um, the club didn't extend your contract to, mm -hmm. you know, cope with the end of the season. So yeah. I imagine that this is the first time in your career you've been a free agent. So how have you found the regiment? How have you managed to channel your mind, keep fit whilst you're waiting for the next opportunity? Well, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always thinking about what exactly is the option I have right now in, um, when I'm in the situation. And the option you have is, after I left the club, it was for me to wait for the right time because obviously I want to stay in England because I feel like I have something to, I, I, I have still, I can prove in England. I have still like, I'm 30 and I know physically, thanks God, I never had butt injury in knees or ankle. Also, I know I, I'm fit and I'm keeping myself fit as much as I can. So I had opportunity to go abroad, I had opportunity, I had offers, but you know, I said to myself, let, let me just focus on what I want. And it's always about being happy and following or chasing your dream. And my dream is to play in England. My dream is to play here. So I said, just as long as it's something, I know I'm doing it and I want it and I really, really want to do it, it's easy because you're going to train hard, if you think about what you can do, you're gonna just keep your mind to be to doing the right things when you know what's on, what's the end of it. So, me, I'm staying in here, here in Manchester, training every day, going to gym, sometimes running in the park, sometimes just playing with my boys, few footballs, sometimes touching the ball. But honestly, it's more about like I said from the beginning. If you chase your dream, it's easier. If you chase your dream, if you're doing something you don't you want, you're gonna be fine. But if you decide to do something, you're not like going because, well, there is financial aspect or there is 
you just want to play football and not knowing then what you're going to do is not going to make you happy. You're not going to be happy. And for me, it's important to be somewhere I can be happy. So do you believe your dreams will become a reality? Recently, a manager that you found a rich vein of form with, Sam Allardyce, yeah. has been appointed West Bromwich Albion manager. Is that a project that you'll be interested in? And has he been on the phone to your agent? Yeah, I mean, I'm always in the phone with my agent. And uh, yeah, Big Sam, Big Sam is, 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 a, is, a, is a guy I work with. And we never, we had, we had good relationship at the time when he was at Everton. When he been much, well, like appointing West Brom a manager, it's, it's kind of something open because right now, on, on, the only thing is on my mind is if I get to a team in England, just the opportunity to be in the pitch and to do exactly what I've been missing for all this time. And I know, like Big Sam, we have a good relationship, like I said, and he knows how I am. He knows me personally. So that can be a very good thing. I'm interesting. And to be honest, I'm open. I'm open when it's coming to, 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 to the teams in England, to team even who's even championship. I'm thinking about it. And because the challenge could be there, the challenge could be interesting. And I'm ready to take up the challenge because that's really what I want. I've got my son here. He's a, four or five years old now and to be honest the offer i'm having is is to be like four or five hours even more because now the mls is opening the door knocking at the door but you know it's too far and i'm thinking about what exactly i have to get if i go there and i'm not happy it's not worth it so it's more about being happy and i know being in england is something who's gonna make me happy so of course west Brom is it can be a very good opportunity for me but you know, my agent will try to do what he needs to do. And if, like, if Big Sam is, is interesting, of course, me, I would ready to, to jump in my car and just drive to Birmingham. <laughs> so, so, Uma, what, what attributes do you think you can offer in the Premier League? I mean, the experience is here now. Mm. I've got experience. And physically, if you play me, you know you're going to play like a kind of you're gonna play a dog because when you when it's coming to take the channel I would strongly Yeah, if you play me as you know strongly I'm gonna be there. If you hit me, you know you're hitting someone who's very strong. And as long as you can hit, as long as you can do it, I'm not and I and do other things I'm I need confidence to 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 do properly what I'm gonna do, but I don't doubt. It's, it's a big difference. Like you need confidence to do what you can do properly, but I'm never doubting myself. So I know I can score goals. I know that's what fact. Me, on my days, there's nothing stop me. So now, what I can offer is a lot. I can offer experience, and I know in the, I've never have problem. No matter where I've been, my mentality is clean and good heart for everyone, and that's important in the dressing room. So I know there is a lot here with experience, with physically what you can do, scoring goals, being knowing that any team who's going to play you, they're going to have to definitely have to be on their toes because you're going to take it. 10 times, 20 times, ball in the channel, I'm going. So and is it, it's, it's what you need in Premier League. Always constant pressure, high pressure to the defender. They know this guy, 90 minutes, 95 minutes, a dead ball, you think I'm not going to go. I'm going to go for it. So, <laughs> And because that's what I want. That's what I love. That's how I've been making myself. Every time, putting pressure on the defender, playing physically, knowing then, okay, the ball bounce, I'm not going to let you have it. We can go for it. We can go and 
at the end of the the, the game, our shirt will be, we can we can change it, but you're gonna have to watch my three or four times because it's <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's brilliant, Ima. So, uh, just final question from my end. Mm -hmm. Sadio Mane, for me, you know, one of the best players in the world, arguably mm -hmm. the best player in the Premier League at the moment. H how highly do you rate him as a you know fellow Senegalese? You know, Sadio makes us all proud, right? Make us to the way he's been playing, like the last four or five years. He's been always been doing something really good to make everyone to understand like uh, as a Senegalese people, as African people, you can make it properly on the highest level, no matter, no matter exactly where you come from. And so you come from a village in South Senegal and he been having a long journey to, to where he is now. Honestly, he's a good friend of mine. Even if he was Liverpool and Everton, always like once doing that, but he's a good friend of mine. Get him on he the podcast. Yeah. yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, we need that. <laughs> yeah, so he's a, he's a very good guy. He's a very good guy, honestly. And just like I said, he make us proud. He make us proud to where he's playing right now in in the world. Every every fellas watch footballs know them, know Sadio Mane, know what he can do, and he's keep doing it every week, week in week out, like for three, four years now, winning the Champions League, winning the Premier League, honestly. He make us proud and as a good friend of mine, I always tell him, just keep carrying on it. Um, as long as you can do it, just keep doing it. And honestly, you, you meet Sadio, you're gonna love him because he's a very nice guy, very humble guy, very mm. humble guy. Mm. Yeah, so Umar, when we talk about um, African players, it seems like the quality just keeps be getting better and better and better. We've got mm. Mane, Salah, Kiyati, mm. Bamiyang, Nabi mm. Keita. Do you feel that the pool of talent within Africa is, you know, getting but, better. I mean, the, uh, we understand more than, honestly, back in, before, people were more like about hiding than, if you are, if you're from Africa, people are more not looking at you to not respect you. I mean, people don't looking at you to don't respect you. You think like people don't respect you. You think like you can't do much in front of the other people who are not from Africa. So now we are more like understanding them there is nothing stopping us only us can stop to do ourselves so the guys when they understand that they just doing what they know to do and arriving in europe knowing that okay once you see what drogba was doing once you see what samuelito was doing we understand it more as a professional football player when you arrive the sky is the limit so you have the pitch there training if you can perform very good every every week there is nothing you can be from africa you can be from america you can from from nowhere you can do it so once you understand that you have the aptitude like physically you know the lads in africa physically they they're very strong you know don't lie we don't, yeah. we, don't we are very strong we can you can run all the pitch as long as the same the same like uh, the same energy and the same vibes the other people are going for it if you has a African player do that, have a good way to sleep, sleeping good, eating good, like looking after yourself properly. You're gonna, if you have quality, you're gonna get at the top. And that's what the guys understand now. The Navigator, like you said, Ghana, Obama Young, all them guys now, they don't stay, they, they don't see why, why, why they, why they can't do it. Mane Salah, well, look, they've been top of the Premier League for how long, winning everything. Why not? 
So that's what I see. The guys, they understand now. They understand that the sky is the limit. A hundred percent. You know, you know, the final question that I wanted to ask ask you, yeah. Mario, of course, we know that we're in a currently we're in a, a global pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And recently we've had so many lockdowns and this kind of stuff, which has made it difficult for people like yourself, for example, to, you know, to, to go back home and visit family. And obviously, you know, being so far away from family, I know most, a, a lot of your family are, are back home in Senegal. Mm -hmm. with, with, with everything that's happening, I think even uh, Senegal was ranked like number two in the world for how it's responded to the COVID-19 outbreak. Does, does that give you like a bit, does it put you at ease a bit more like and give you peace of mind to know that, you know, even though you can't visit your, your family at the moment, you know that you know, the, the country as a whole are in a place where they're looking after everyone and people are safe. Yeah, and me personally, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very family guy. I'm a very family guy. I'm, I've never stayed, like, more than two months without going back home to see my, my, my family because my mom is there. My brothers, I have one brother who played football, like I said to you before. My brother, my other brothers is there, you know, family, Africa family, you know, I've got five brothers, two sisters, so it's big. And my niece and nephews are there, so I always go home. But this year, it's been like since June 2019, I haven't been home, which is like one and a half years nearly. And the pandemic, like, was a big part of it because you can't travel, things, things are going bad, you know, you have to keep people safe, you have to make sure then. If you travel, it's for something really important. So that's keep us, keep me, for example, one and a half year without going back home, which is a long way. But, you know, in, in Senegal, we, we, like you said, we, we've been doing good. We've been doing good about the pandemic. People are respecting things and you don't see the, 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 the coronavirus, how we handle it is good. So knowing that after all this year, been so difficult the family my family are good and most of the things are getting better there so we keep you of course you keep me in peace here keep me learning then okay it's difficult to don't see them it's, it's not it's not what exactly you want but it's what you have at the moment so you have to deal with it and knowing then i have a lot of things going on behind me i have to keep myself on the way then i can turn properly and know if i know then the only way to, to, to make them be safe, to make them like look after them properly is to stay here and turn hard, turn properly when this time pandemic is here. You know, it's difficult to do a lockdown when you live alone and that's what I do. I live on my own. Even my son is here, but I live with his mom. So it's very difficult. But if you know what can be the result, if you know why you're doing that after it's become easy, you're doing that. I'm doing that because of them. I'm doing them because the part of my family, I want them for the for at least for the rest of their life to be safe when it's coming financially. And I make them proud. I make them proud the way that I'm fighting, the way that I'm keeping my mind, my mind healthy, the way that I'm trying to look after them. I'm trying to look after, like I said, the big community in Africa where I'm from, in Senegal. I try my best to most of the people there. I help them as much as I can. So if you see exactly what you're doing, no matter how hard it is, it's gonna be easier because you can see you're doing something for a big, big community, for your family and for people all around the world, I can say. Yeah, as you mentioned, Umar, family is everything. Like, you sound mm -hmm. like a very, very good guy. Just finally from me, if there's a message to any prospective manager or club 
that's watching this podcast, what would you tell them about the type of player they'll be getting if you sign for their club? I mean, yeah, it's 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 gonna be first someone who is mentally in the, in the right state because, like I said, everywhere I've been, that's I found that's more important. You can you cannot win every game, but you can win all the heart if you act good as a mm-hmm. normal person, as good person in the dressing room, not fighting, not not bringing problem when you don't playing, not bringing problem when you are playing or not scoring or this guy score or this person do. I'm a striker, of course. You have to say a striker have to be selfish in front of the goal, but in life, I've just learned that the most important is to be just knowing that you can help others to perform good. You can help others to well. So the first thing a manager will will look like or will see is the guy who is ready to help, no matter how the situation is, into inside the pitch or outside. Secondly, physically, I know I'm turn I'm 30 now, but I know physically I've never feel better. I've been preparing myself with my personal training for like four or five months doing hard training. Hard training then, I've, I've done this hard training when I, before I left Senegal. And after I left, I've never done it before. I was just maintaining training. But the training I've been doing the last four or five months in this lockdown are really hard. So I know physically I am there. And the experience also. The experience is important for me to knowing that I've got the experience to play in England. I know a lot of things about how the game is playing. And I know. Confidence, if I have a manager who give it to me, I will give him gold, 100%. So, that's the message I could give. That's a Brilliant. lovely way to, to wrap it up, Uma. Yeah. <laughs> way, 100%. Man, honestly, Uma, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Um, thank you so much for, for yeah. coming on the pod and, and, you know, and, and sharing your truth with us, you know, speaking yeah. about your career so far, what you mm-hmm. and for, for for the near future. And we wish you... All the best on your. Oh, on thank your you, guys. Thank you. Endeavors, man. You know we we're rooting for you. We're we're fellow mm-hmm. Africans, so we're 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 completely behind you, man. And mm-hmm. and I you all the best for for the near future. And we know that everyone that's listening or tuning into this episode will enjoy it as much as us. Mm-hmm. I call it a day, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. Once again, a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year to all oh, of you. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Um. Uh, yeah, I will. I have to say also, this is nice for me because. Like I've been, uh, I've been, like out of the lights for now since I left Everton, and to talk with people who, who enjoy the game and who make you to just talk with people who also will know more about you, it's very interesting for me to have this conversation with you guys too. And hopefully, like sometimes very soon we can be in touch again. And knowing that maybe you're gonna see me somewhere, like you said, maybe in West Brom, you're gonna see me there and you will remember this <laughs> conversation. And I the 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 <laughs> anyway, anyway no, no where I'm gonna be, like, give me that hope. Anytime you guys have me, you gotta have my contact. Anytime you can talk about anywhere I can be. You know, I know I wanna stay in England, but if I end up going to Turkey or in anywhere, you know, in, in the world, anything you wanna talk about or just, Want to have um, about the conversation? If I can help, I'm I'm open. You know, like no, love, 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 love. Appreciate that. So the heart on my top. Love, love, love. Let's leave it there, man. Over and, Over and out. out. Thank you, guys. Much love. Okay. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. 
based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.